Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Journey Home Podcast, and today I am sharing part two of my uh, reflections on 2021, and so if you uh, missed last week, you can go back and listen to it. I shared uh, just some initial thoughts um, as I look back on 2021, but uh, today I want to continue, um, and even before I get into uh, the main thing that I want to share, um, I think it's it's always worth mentioning um, you know, I know that this past year um, has brought many, um, for many people out there, many uh, losses. Uh, we have we have friends that have lost parents this year. We have friends who have lost children this year. I mean, just heartbreaking losses, and our hearts um, truly go out to each and every single one of them. Um, and you know, maybe you don't need this uh, reminder or. Um, permission to grieve. Um, but, you know, I know that for myself and, you know, depending how you were raised and discipled, you know, perhaps uh, you were raised in a tradition that um, for whatever reason didn't really talk about lament or grieving or, um, you know, that, you know, even you, you might uh, look at any kind of negative emotion as some kind of you know, weakness or failure or lack of faith on your part. And, you know, um, I don't believe that that is true. I think personally, I believe that's very unhealthy. Um, and God is a God of um, all emotions. And so um, God's not, you know, he's not only interested in our lives when we're happy and when we're feeling positive, but even in our darkest moments, you know, he, he is the God of all of life. And so, uh, you know, in the mount on the mountain and in the valley, you know, he's there in both uh, places, and he desires to walk with us, um, even in our grief, even in our darkness. And so, you know, again, maybe some of you don't need uh, to hear that. Uh, maybe you already know that, but it, just on the off chance that there's someone out there listening who, um, you know, again doesn't doesn't have that paradigm or for whatever reason doesn't feel like they have permission to grieve and to lament their losses i just want to uh, encourage you to do that i think it's really important um so that being said um yeah here's some of my uh continued reflections on 2021 um i think this is stating the obvious but it's been a you know it's continued to has continued to be a very challenging year um for really the whole world um i tend to um you know, my heart is always, you know, for the whole world, but for the church. And so most of my thoughts are really uh, focused on the, on the church and the state of the church. And, you know, you just look at um, the church, particularly the, uh, the church in the United States, uh, even over this past year, you know, I think it's just, we've seen more um, just heartbreak, I think, from the church, you know, uh, revelations of scandals, um, abuse, um, and not, and you know those things are bad enough, but then even the way that um, you know churches and denominations you know have covered up uh, 
these abuses they you know they knew that it was going on and rather than address it rather than expose it you know they are um they're complicit in covering it up and you know that's just heartbreaking and of course that's not limited to 2021 of course you know we've we've heard uh stories like this you know definitely before this year but um it's just been it's felt like it's been more of that um and really just you know in many places just seeing a lack of Christ-likeness, um, just to be honest, you know, and, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that this is everybody, right? Um, there are surely many, many faithful people out there who are really trying to live um, as faithful disciples of Jesus. You know, I, I have so much appreciation for those people, but um, I think at the same time, we are really seeing that even within, you know, well-known churches and ministries and movements, you know, there is just... Um, just some fundamental, you know, disconnect between, I believe, what Jesus, you know, taught us and um, the way that we are operating, the way that we are living. And really, to me, what that comes down to, it's just a, a basic crisis of discipleship. And again, this is not unique to just this past year. I think this has been coming to a head really for a long time, but I think that's where we are right now. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's not great news, you know, and, and things, you know, depending how you look at it, um, look pretty bad, you know, um, but there is, I think, some good news in all of that, which is that, you know, God is a God who tends to bring, uh, new creation out of chaos and out of darkness. You know, sometimes I think we think God brings new creation out of nothing which is which is true to a degree but uh, when i go back and look it's it's not just that he creates where there's nothing he creates where there is deep darkness and where there is chaos you know um you know even just right at the beginning of the of the bible you know genesis 1 the creation account um you know, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the the earth was formless and empty and darkness was covering the surface of the of the earth. Right. And so um, even in the beginning, you know, there was deep darkness over the earth. But out of that is is where God created, you know, and you see, you know, as you continue through the scriptures and the story of God's people, you know, the Israelites were in slavery for you know, over 400 years, that was a, a time of deep darkness for their people. And yet out of that, God birthed uh, a new nation. Um, you know, you look even in the the time before Jesus was born, you know, they some people call that the intertestamental period, but uh, it's also roughly a 400-year period where, um, you know, it doesn't appear that there's much going on in terms of prophetic revelation or God speaking or and that doesn't mean God's not doing anything of course you know God's always moving and working in some way but um you know for the Israelites and how they had become accustomed to God's activity in their in their lives um you know it really seemed like a, a silent or a dark period um and you know at that same time there was you know they were oppressed underneath the rule of the Romans. And, you know, there was just so much, um, 
you know, so many bad things happening and they were really crying out and longing for that uh, Savior, for that Messiah. And so, and of course, out of that is is where Jesus enters the picture. And so, you know, again, um, things might look bad and, you know, and also just to add another thought to that is, you know, I think we can be encouraged when God is, uh, you know, if you believe that God is the one who's revealing and bringing these, even these horrible things to light, you know, which I do believe it is God. Um, you know, I don't believe it's just persecution by, you know, by certain bad actors or whatever. I really believe God is wanting to expose and purify his church, um, even though, yeah, it is painful and it's humiliating even. But, you know, if if even half of, you know, these stories are true, I mean, it is just, it is just, um, we have allowed uh, his church to become something that I, you know, to put it mildly, I really don't believe represents Christ and doesn't, doesn't please him. And so, you know, God is, um, you know, he's not just a God who encourages us, but he is willing to discipline us when we need it. And um, I think, you know, from these stories that we're hearing, I think the church really does is in need of discipline right now. And so, um, but, at you know, as hard as that is, I think we should be encouraged by that. You know, he hasn't given up on us and, you know, he isn't willing to allow us to stay in a state of deception or... Um, or darkness, honestly, you know, and so I think in that sense, we can also be encouraged just by his hand that that is upon us. Um, but yeah, I, I, on one hand, I just want to encourage everyone, you know, it may, again, th things may seem dark and chaotic right now in, you know, whether that's just in your, you know, your life, in your family, uh, maybe in your church or in your city and your nation or just the world, you know, at large, whatever, whatever it is, you know, things may seem dark, um, but that doesn't mean that God isn't at work. Um, again, I believe that God is always at work to uh, be bringing forth his bride, his pure and spotless bride. You know, I believe that he is building his church. He said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And so, um, you know, for, for some moments, it might feel like the gates of hell are prevailing, but, um, but I think we can, uh, be assured and take confidence in the fact that, you know, he said he will build his church. And, you know, you, if you skip all the way to the end of the story, you know, um, at least the end of the, the story of this age, you know, you read the book of Revelation and we see that pure and spotless bride um, coming down, um, you know, and I think that is an encouragement to us that in the end, he will have that bride, he will have that victory. Um, and so even though things, you know, again, might not look at it at the time, um, he will, he will have that bride. Um so that is, on the one hand, you know, I hope that that encourages you. But at the same time, I also want to um, charge us and warn us even um, that we need to keep ourselves in a, in, in a posture of humility. You know, let, we, let us not allow ourselves to um, harden our hearts or become haughty, you know, um, 
you know, I just think of the story of Jesus coming into the temple and cleansing it and he's flipping over these tables. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times we, maybe we assume that, you know, we're on the right side of that story, right? Like if Jesus was to come into the, you know, temple now, you know, he would, um, you know, surely he would be flipping over the tables of all those people that we agree, disagree with, or those who we think are causing trouble or who we think are, you know, the ones that we're concerned about, right? But, um, you know, are we assuming that some of our tables don't need to be flipped, you know, and, and, you know, again, maybe for some of you out there, you know, that's, that's true. Maybe you are, you know, on the right side of history here. Right. Um, and, you know, you are aligned with his heart and his will, you know, but, um, but I just, my point is, I don't know that we should assume that we are, you know, to the contrary, I hope that, you know, as scripture exhorts us over and over again, that we would either we would examine ourselves or we would allow the Holy Spirit to examine us, to search us, you know, even in the innermost places, the places where we're most prone to deception, right? The, the places where we are blind, honestly, to even the state of our own hearts, you know, our hearts, um, we can so easily be deceived, right? And so, um, I hope that, you know, somewhere along the line, and if you haven't already, that you will uh, make room to allow the Holy Spirit to examine you and that you will make room to examine yourself. Um, you know, there is nothing wrong with that. There are many um, places in the scripture where we are exhorted, urged to do that, um, to make sure that we're still in the faith, you know, because we can drift. Um you know, I saw um, on social media the other day um, a pastor that I follow or a leader. His name is uh, Pete Scazzaro. Some of you might be familiar. Uh, he wrote a book called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and a lot of other books um, in that in that series or that theme. Um, but he wrote this and it really got me thinking. Um, but he said, churches are rebuilding for a new season. But are we rebuilding for the right things? You know, and I think... Um, you know, especially with the pandemic, um, you know, there's this sense that, you know, things have been disrupted for a while. And um, but, you know, I think there's a there's at least sentiment on the part of some where, you know, we're hoping we can kind of get back to normal. Right. And, you know, I'm all for that, depending on what your definition of normal is, you know, um, you know, of course, like meeting in person as a body of believers, you know, that's to me is 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 so important. And I and I hope that you know, we're able to do that um, sooner than later, you know, for some of you who are maybe still are in, in places where things are locked down. Um, so, if, you know, if that's what you mean by normal, sure, like I want to get back to that. But um, but at the same time, I think there are some things that we, that the Lord doesn't want us to go back to. You know, again, I think this season he has exposed things in his church that um, he does not want us to go back to. And so, Again, all that to say, I really hope that, you know, as the church moves forward, um, that we are rebuilding for the right things, that we are, you know, we're not trying to rebuild something that God himself is trying to tear down. And there are seasons where God does tear down. And I think it's, you know, in the bigger picture of 
building his church, but that doesn't mean again that there won't be times where things need to be, you know, torn down. Things need tables need to be flipped. You know, things need to be reexamined, reevaluated. You know, again, I really don't think there's anything wrong with that. And so, um, yeah, again, I hope that for all of you listening, again, you know, it's been a challenging season. So I hope that as we draw to the end of this year, that you will. Uh, find some measure of um, relief, honestly, Uh, find some time to rest. Um, But but at the same time, you know, as we do move forward into 2022 and the future and all that God has for us in the coming season and seasons, um, I really do hope that we are building the things that he cares about and that we're not focused on the things that he doesn't care about and take it a step further i really hope that we're not building things that he hates that his soul hates there are some things that god says in the scripture his soul hates Um, and so you know this is probably going to be a very obvious piece of advice but you know but i i sometimes i just find it helpful for myself as i you know, go from one season to the next, um, or just even, you know, I'm not saying that the turn of the calendar is always necessarily a new season in God, but, um, but it can be right. So, or even just as we're entering a new year, um, you know, sometimes I like to ask myself just these simple questions, um, which is just, you know, again, what, what old things do I need to leave behind, you know, as I move from this year to the next or one season to the next, you know, what are just some old things that need to leave behind? And that could be a mindset. It could be a habit. It could be like a lifestyle rhythm, you know, just your schedule. And again, um, leaving something behind um, as you go from one season to the next, you know, it doesn't even necessarily mean it was a bad thing, right? Like, I think those are the things we tend to think of like, oh yeah, I need to, you know, stop this bad habit or I need to, you know, grow in this area. But, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's just, as simple as you know it was necessary for that season but in the new season you're going to need a new rhythm or you're going to need something different and so you know it's time to leave that old thing behind you know how do i need to adjust my schedule right and so like you know those are just some some thoughts on you know what are some old things to leave behind and then of course there are things that need to be preserved right like there are some things that as you go from one season to the next you want to make sure that you don't leave behind right because they're good and they're what god um has has given you not just for one season but just for life right and so there are good things that need to be preserved and need to be you know carried with you from one season to the next um and then lastly it's just what new things am i going to need to learn or acquire you know new tools new skills new um books that i'm going to need to read or new ways of studying the scripture or pressing into God or whatever it is, you know, uh, new schedules, new rhythms, you know, like what are the new things that I'm going to need in this next season? And so, you know, again, those are just a really basic, simple framework, but I find those questions helpful for me. So perhaps it's helpful to you. So I just wanted to share that with you. Um, Yeah. So again, these are just some of my reflections on 2021. Um, Uh, Again, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat where we are. I think, um, you know, the church really has some things that we need to face and deal with. Um, but at the same time, I do have hope, you know, and, and if not, 
in most of all that hope comes from knowing again that he is the one who's building his church and he is committed to this process and of course we have a we have a part to play in that and to partner with him and the holy the work of the holy spirit and in um in building his church um but yeah i, I really hope that this has um encouraged you or helped you or provoked you um but yeah um i, I really hope you have an amazing uh, remainder of 2021. Um, as I said, we are going to take a, a short break from the podcast because Eunice and I are traveling and then um, we're going to be, you know, s- just spending uh, the holidays with our families. And so, um, you know, we'll, we'll, this is our last podcast for 2021, but we will be back at the start of 2022 with new episodes. And so, um, yeah, we really thank you again for your support, for listening. Um, we wish you you and your loved ones all the best. Um, and our prayers are with you again, especially if you are in the in the process of mourning and grieving loss. Um, our hearts are with you. We're praying for your, you and your families. And so uh, we love you guys and we will see you soon. Have a great Christmas and New Year. See you in 2022. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, So if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, You can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.